Welcome back to A New Voice. I'm Megan, your host and creator of this podcast. A New Voice is your place to connect with the Word of God voiced by women. This is episode two, and we're continuing on in the book of Job. We'll pick up the story in chapter six. In our last reading, we read about the heartbreak of Job. We heard Job cry out in despair and question why these tragedies were being brought to him and the people that he loved. We also heard from Eliphaz, the first of Job's friends to make an appearance. In all of the readings that I do here on A New Voice, I read out of the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, Updated Edition. I mentioned last week that I use proper nouns when referring to God. The reason for this is that, newsflash, God isn't a man. God's also not a woman, as far as we think about these things. God is depicted in a lot of different ways throughout scripture, and I'm always careful to make sure that we don't conflate our ideas about gender with God. I do plan to do an episode on the names of God and the imagery that's associated with God, so stay tuned for that. Now, on to our reading. Job, chapter 6. Then Job answered, Oh, that my vexation were weighed and all my calamity laid in the balances, for then it would be heavier than the sands of the sea. Therefore my words have been rash, for the arrows of the Almighty are in me. My spirit drinks their poison. The terrors of God are arrayed against me. Does the wild ass bray over its grass or the ox low over its fodder? Can that which is tasteless be eaten without salt? Or is there any flavor in the juice of the mallows? My appetite refuses to touch them. They are like food that is loathsome to me. Oh, that I might have my request, and that God would grant my desire. That it would please God to crush me. That God would let loose God's hand and cut me off. That would be my consolation. I would even exult in unrelenting pain, for I have not denied the words of the Holy One. What is my strength, that I should wait? And what is my end, that I should be patient? Is my strength the strength of stones, or is my flesh bronze? In truth, I have no help in me, and any resource is driven from me. Those who withhold kindness from a friend forsake the fear of the Almighty. My companions are treacherous like a torrent bed, like swollen streams that pass away, that run dark with ice, turbid with melting snow. In time of heat, they disappear. When it's hot, they vanish from their place. The caravans turn aside from their course. They go up into the waste and perish. The caravans of Tema look, the travelers of Sheba hope. They are disappointed because they were confident. They've come there and are confounded. Such you have now become to me. You see my calamity and are afraid. Have I said, make me a gift? Or from your wealth, offer a bribe for me? Or save me from my opponent's hand? Or ransom me from the hand of the oppressor? Teach me and I will be silent. Make me understand how I've gone wrong. How forceful are honest words. But your reproof, does it reprove? Do you think that you can reprove words? As if the speech of the desperate were wind. 
You would even cast lots over the orphan and bargain over your friend. But now, be pleased to look at me, for I will not lie to your face. Turn, I pray. Let no wrong be done. Turn now. My vindication is at stake. Is there any wrong on my tongue? Cannot my taste discern calamity? Do not human beings have a hard service on earth? And are not their days like the days of a laborer? Like a slave who longs for the shadow? And like laborers who look for their wages? So I am allotted months of emptiness. And nights of misery are apportioned to me. When I lie down, I say, when shall I rise? But the night is long, and I am full of tossing until dawn. My flesh is clothed with worms and dirt. My skin hardens, then breaks out again. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and come to their end without hope. Remember that my life is a breath. My eye will never again see good. The eye that beholds me will see me no more. While your eyes are upon me, I shall be gone. As the cloud fades and vanishes, so those who go down to Shoal and do not come up. They return no more to their houses, nor do their places know them any more. Therefore I will not restrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I the sea or the dragon that you set a guard over me? When I say, my bed will comfort me, my couch will ease my complaint, then you scare me with dreams and terrify me with visions, so that I would choose strangling and death rather than this body. I loathe my life. I would not live forever. Let me alone, for my days are a breath. What are humans that you make so much of them? that you set your mind on them, visit them every morning, test them every moment. Will you not look away from me for a while? Let me alone until I swallow my spittle. If I sin, what do I do to you, you watcher of humanity? Why have you made me your target? Why have I become a burden to you? Why do you not pardon my transgression and take away my iniquity? For now I shall lie in the earth. You will seek me, but I shall not be. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered, How long will you say these things, and the words of your mouth be a great wind? Does God pervert justice, or does the Almighty pervert the right? If your children sinned against God, God delivered them into the power of their transgression. If you will seek God and make supplication to the Almighty, If you are pure and upright, surely then God will rouse God's self for you and restore you to your rightful place. Though your beginning was small, your latter days will be very great. For inquire now of bygone generations and consider what their ancestors have found. For we are but of yesterday and we know nothing. For our days on earth are but a shadow. Will they not teach you and tell you and utter words out of their understanding? Can papyrus grow where there is no marsh? Can reeds flourish where there is no water? While yet in flower and not cut down, they wither before any other plant. Such are the paths of all who forget God. The hope of the godless shall perish. Their confidence is gossamer, a spider's house their trust. 
If one leans against its house, it will not stand. If one lays hold of it, it will not endure. The wicked thrive before the sun, and their shoots spread over the garden. Their roots twine around the stone heap. They live among the rocks. If they are destroyed from their place, then it will deny them, saying, I've never seen you. See, these are their happy ways, and out of the earth still others will spring. See, God will not reject the blameless, nor take the hand of evildoers. God will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Those who hate you will be clothed with shame, and the tent of the wicked will be no more. Then Job answered, Indeed, I know that this is so, but how can a mortal be just before God? If one wished to contend with God, one could not answer God once in a thousand. God is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has resisted God and succeeded. God removes mountains, and they do not know it when God overturns them in God's anger. God shakes the earth out of its place, and its pillars tremble. God commands the sun, and it does not rise. God seals up the stars. God alone stretched out the heavens and trampled the waves of the sea. God made the bear and Orion, the Pleiades and the chambers of the south. God does great things beyond understanding and marvelous things without number. Look, God passes by me, and I do not see God. God moves on, but I don't perceive God. God snatches away. Who can stop God? Who will say to God, what are you doing? God will not turn back God's anger. The helpers of Rahab bowed beneath God. How then can I answer God, choosing my words with God? Though I am innocent, I cannot answer God. I must appeal to my accuser for my right. For if I summoned God and God answered me, I do not believe that God would listen to my voice. For God crushes me with the tempest and multiplies my wounds without cause. God will not let me get my breath, but fills me with bitterness. If it is a contest of strength, God is the strong one. If it is a matter of justice, who can summon God? Though I am innocent, my own mouth would condemn me. Though I am blameless, God would prove me perverse. I am blameless. I do not know myself. I loathe my life. It is all one. Therefore, I say, God destroys both the blameless and the wicked. When disaster brings sudden death, God mocks at the calamity of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. God covers the eyes of its judges. If it is not God, then who is it? My days are swifter than a runner. They flee away. They see no good. They go by like skiffs of reed, like an eagle swooping on the prey. If I say, I will forget my complaint. I will put off my sad countenance and be of good cheer. I become afraid of all my suffering, for I know you will not hold me innocent. I shall be condemned. Why then do I labor in vain? If I wash myself with soap and cleanse my hands with lye, yet you will plunge me into filth, and my own clothes will abhor me. For God is not immortal, as I am, that I might answer God, that we should come to trial together.
There is no mediator between us who might lay his hand on both of us. If God would take God's rod away from me and not let dread of God terrify me, then I would speak without fear of God, for I know I am not what I'm thought to be. I loathe my life. I will give free utterance to my complaint. I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. I will say to God, do not condemn me. Let me know why you contend against me. Does it seem good to you to oppress, to despise the work of your hands and favor the schemes of the wicked? Do you have eyes of flesh? Do you see as humans see? Are your days like the days of mortals or your years like human years? that you seek out my iniquity and search for my sin, although you know that I'm not guilty, and there's no one to deliver me out of your hand. Your hands fashioned and made me, and now you turn and destroy me. Remember that you fashioned me like clay, and will you turn me to dust again? Did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese? You clothed me with skin and flesh and knit me together, with bones and sinews. You have grafted me life and steadfast love, and your care has preserved my spirit. Yet these things you hid in your heart. I know this was your purpose. If I sin, you watch me and do not acquit me of iniquity. If I am wicked, woe to me. If I am righteous, I cannot lift up my head, for I am filled with disgrace and look upon my affliction. Bold as a lion, you hunt me. You repeat your exploits against me. You renew your witnesses against me and increase your vexation toward me. You bring fresh troops against me. Why did you bring me forth from the womb? Would that I had died before any eye had seen me and were as though I had not been carried from the womb to the grave. Are not the days of my life few? Let me alone that I may find a little comfort before I go, never to return to the land of gloom and deep darkness, the land of gloom and chaos where light is like darkness. Then Zophar, the Namathite, answered, Should a multitude of words go unanswered, and should one full of talk be vindicated? Should your babble put others to silence? And when you mock, shall no one shame you? For you say, my conduct is pure, and I am clean in God's sight. But oh, that God would speak and open God's lips to you, and that God would tell you the secrets of wisdom. For wisdom is many-sided. Know then that God exacts of you less than your guilt deserves. Can you find out the deep things of God? Can you find out the limit of the Almighty? It is higher than heaven. What can you do? Deeper than Sheol. What can you know? Its measure is longer than the earth and broader than the sea. If God passes through and imprisons and assembles for judgment, who can hinder God? For God knows those who are worthless. When God sees iniquity, will God not consider it? But the stupid will get understanding when a wild ass is born human. If you direct your heart rightly, you will stretch out your hands toward God. If iniquity is in your hand, put it far away 
and do not let wickedness reside in your tents. Surely then you will lift up your face without blemish. You will be secure and will not fear. You will forget your misery. You will remember it as waters that have passed away, and your life will be brighter than the noonday. Its darkness will be like the morning. And you will have confidence because there is hope. You will be protected and take your rest in safety. You will lie down and no one will make you afraid. Many will entreat your favor. But the eyes of the wicked will fail. All way of escape will be lost to them. And their hope is to breathe their last. Then Job answered, No doubt you are the people and wisdom will die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Who does not know such things as these? I am a laughingstock to my friends. I who called upon God and God answered me, a just and blameless man. I am a laughingstock. Those at ease have contempt for misfortune, but it is ready for those whose feet are unstable. The tents of robbers are at peace, and those who provoke God are secure, who bring their God in their hands. But ask the animals and they will teach you, the birds of the air and they will teach you. Ask the plants of the earth and they will teach you, and the fish of the sea will declare to you. Who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In God's hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of every human being. Does not the ear test words as the palate tastes food? Is wisdom with the aged and understanding and length of days? With God are wisdom and strength. God has counsel and understanding. If God tears down, no one can rebuild. If God shuts someone in, no one can open up. If God withholds the waters, they dry up. If God sends them out, they overwhelm the land. With God are strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are God's. God leads counselors away stripped and makes fools of judges. God looses the sash of kings and binds a waistcloth on their loins. God leads priests away stripped and overthrows the mighty. God deprives of speech those who are trusted and takes away the discernment of the elders. God pours contempt on princes and looses the belt of the strong. God uncovers deep things from the darkness and brings deep darkness to light. God makes nations great and then destroys them. God enlarges nations, then leads them away. God strips understanding from the leaders of the earth and makes them wander in a pathless waste. They grope in the dark without light. God makes them stagger like a drunkard. Look, my eye has seen all this. My ear has heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you. But I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to argue my case with God. As for you, you whitewash with lies. All of you are worthless physicians. If you would only keep silent, that would be your wisdom. Hear now my reasoning and listen to the pleadings of my lips. Will you speak falsely for God and speak deceitfully for God? Will you show partiality toward God? Will you plead the case for God? Will it be well with you when God searches you out? Or can you deceive God as one person deceives another? 
God will surely rebuke you if in secret you show partiality. Will not God's majesty terrify you and the dread of God fall upon you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Let me have silence and I will speak. And let come on me what may. I will take my flesh in my teeth and put my life in my hand. See, God will kill me. I have no hope, but I will defend my ways to God's face. This will be my salvation, that the godless shall not come before God. Listen carefully to my words and let my declaration be in your ears. I have indeed prepared my case. I know that I shall be vindicated. Who is there who will contend with me? For then I would be silent and die. Only grant two things to me. Then I will not hide myself from your face. Withdraw your hand far from me and do not let dread of you terrify me. Then call and I will answer. Or let me speak and you reply to me. How many are my iniquities and my sins? Make me know my transgression and my sin. Why do you hide your face and count me as your enemy? Will you frighten a wind-blown leaf and pursue dry chaff? For you write bitter things against me and make me reap the iniquities of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks and watch all my paths. You set a bound to the soles of my feet. One wastes away like a rotten thing, like a garment that is moth-eaten. A mortal, born of woman, few of days and full of trouble, comes up like a flower and withers, flees like a shadow and does not last. Do you fix your eyes on such a one? Do you bring me into judgment with you? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? No one can. Since their days are determined and the number of their months is known to you, and you have appointed the bounds that they cannot pass, look away from them and desist, that they may enjoy, like laborers, their days. For there is hope for a tree, if it is cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its shoots will not cease. Though its root grows old in the earth and its stump dies in the ground, yet at the scent of water it will bud and put forth branches like a young plant. But mortals die and are laid low. Humans expire, and where are they? As waters fail from a lake, and a river wastes away and dries up, so mortals lie down and do not rise up again. Until the heavens are no more, they will not awake or be roused out of their sleep. Oh, that you would hide me in Sheol! that you would conceal me until your wrath is past, that you would appoint me a set time and remember me. If mortals die, will they live again? All the days of my service I would wait until my release should come. You would call and I would answer you. You would long for the work of your hands. For then you would not number my steps. You would not keep watch over my sin. My transgression would be sealed up in a bag and you would cover over my iniquity. But the mountain falls and crumbles away, and the rock is removed from its place. The waters wear away the stones, the torrents wash away the soil of the earth. So you destroy the hope of mortals. You prevail forever against them, and they pass away. You change their countenance and send them away. 
Their children come to honor and they do not know it. They are brought low and it goes unnoticed. They feel only the pain of their own bodies and mourn only for themselves.